Hey, thank you for tuning in to the Once an Athlete podcast, hosted by Emily Watson. Once an athlete, always an athlete. Once an Athlete's mission is to provide resources and support for current and former athletes. This is also a resource for parents of athletes to help know how to support them. In this podcast with Madison, we discuss facing scary things head on, choosing family over your sport, and performance anxiety. Okay, I have Madison Heidi here. Uh, Madison Heidi played softball at Notre Dame and graduated in 2020. Her degree is in business analytics, and she is currently working as a technology consultant. In her free time, she loves to focus on health and wellness, such as working out, reading, etc. And, and she loves to play with her dog. Um, so thank you for being on this podcast. Yeah, no, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So something that we talked about before we got on this podcast is we just wanted to take a moment to acknowledge the athletes that have taken their own lives in the recent months, because we're going to have this conversation in, in this podcast for them. Yeah, definitely. I would just echo, you know, mental health um, as an athlete is so important. And obviously, we can't speak for all those athletes who've made that that decision to take their own life. But if you're an athlete who's struggling, I think the most important thing to know is, is that you're not alone, right? And, and it's okay to reach out for help. Um, and I would just, I'll say that to every athlete I know um, because it's so important. Um, and it, it's just something that's been happening so much more lately, so. Yes, absolutely. And that's what Once an Athlete is all about is and hopes to make those people feel more welcome and have this be a, an inclusive community. We are now going to observe a moment of silence in honor of the tragedies due to mental health as an athlete. Thank you. So when did Madison, when did you start playing sports? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a little, a little turn here. Yeah. <laughs> Funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. I started. I started playing um, sports around you know seven or eight years old. I wouldn't say I was an athlete, right? Um, but I think I always just had some sort of ball in my hand, um, and then fell into softball around nine or ten. But um, didn't really play competitively until a little bit later. Gotcha. So fast forward to when you go to college and you have your degree in business analytics, do you think you would have done a different degree if you weren't a student athlete? Um, I think I always had this sense of like, you should major in something practical. Um, and so I think that kind of just led me to the analytics degree and decision. If I wasn't an athlete, I'm sure I would have, you know, kind of maintained that, that practical side, but I don't know. I, I think I've always just kind of known I would go into some sort of business field. For sure. And do you think that your degree kind of led you to your career that you have now and, and um, how it's actually like how it's been with your softball? Yeah, absolutely. Like um, my degree, um, definitely led me to the job I have today. And I think it prepared me very well, obviously, going to Notre Dame. Um, I think the goal is, right, that, that you will find that good job. And, you know, you put in you put in a lot of schoolwork and you worked really hard for it. So 
yeah, I, I do love my job. And I think um, being able to play softball at a high level definitely gave me the opportunity to go to a school like Notre Dame. Um, and it wasn't something I ever even as a kid thought, um, you know, within the cards for me. So, so when it happened um, and, you know, my hard work, quote unquote, paid off, um, it's, it's great to see. And it's, it's great to see now just my hard work come to fruition. Like this is, this is all the work you put in in school um, and softball to lead you to, you know, a great career. Right. You're starting to see all the rewards from everything. Definitely. Um, I will say it is important though, <laughs> like you never really stop having to work hard, you know? Right. Um, so even when you get there, um, there's always that next challenge in front of you. Um, and I think as an athlete, you kind of think sometimes when softball is over, you're like, oh, Ooh, you know, I did it, but, but there's always something else you, you're working to achieve. Exactly. Like it's, it's something, there's always something that you're striving for next. And especially when you graduate and you're going into your career, you can take those like ways, those skills that you use in your sport to work on things and take that into your career. And then you start to see, you know, your paycheck is your reward. Like it's, and like seeing successful stories in your work, like having a, like very um, happy client or like a really cool project that you're working on. Like those are your rewards. Absolutely. And I think just setting those goals for yourself, like even beyond, you know, what are, what are my clients' expectations? Um, but knowing, you know, this is where I see myself and how am I going to get there and setting that plan? I think it's so related to, you know, how you went work to achieve a goal, um, on the field. Right. Exactly. And with that, how did playing comp- competitive sports shape who you are today? Oh, I think it, it shaped me in, in just about every way. I still, I think, am super, super competitive. Um, and just being able to attack something and, and having a really good sense of, um, you know, nothing ever is bigger than it is. At the end of the day, you know, this is a job and I'm, I'm doing the best of my ability, but there's so many other aspects to me than this job. Um, right. And success and failure and who I am as a person doesn't, you know, depend on the result at work. Right, exactly. And with your um, with your career being in technology consultation, did you ever consider being a full-time team coach for softball? Um, I think I always knew that softball would be a part of my life in some way. Um, I'm really really big proponent about just giving back to the game um and so right now that for me is just giving lessons and and seeing myself you know from that side of things I I haven't really thought about being a full-time coach but that's not to say it won't ever happen um but I think right now I I just love the way I'm giving back to the game I'm I'm comfortable with that I love that. Yeah. I always like to ask that question because I feel like that's something a lot of athletes ask themselves, like, do I want to be a coach? So that's why I want to ask that to um, see what everyone's doing. Definitely. And I would, I would say, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't a big, big time all-star by any means. Like I definitely had my role on the team and, and I don't think you have to, you know, be the all-star to be the coach, but um, exactly. 
but being able to just have my relationship with softball, you know, pro softball was never in the cards for me or anything like that. And so having, having that way, that small way where I could still, you know, say like this sport is still a great big part of me and still fills my cup up in a lot of ways. I think that's really important. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to be a starter to be able to be a good coach. No, definitely not. So back when you were, um, you were playing, did you, how did you handle performance anxiety? Cause you mentioned to me before you, you've had to handle that. So how did you handle it? Yeah, definitely. I think for me, like this question even just raises, raises me up. Like I'm, um, raises my blood pressure, so to speak, just because I never like to see people watch me falter, if that makes sense. I was so scared to show people that I could fail. Um, and so it just made me really, really tense whenever I was in a game-like situation. And for me, as an athlete, it was so, so difficult to overcome because you're just living with that every single day. Um, looking back now, it's, it's such a different perspective to be like, it was, you know, just a game. Um, but I think a lot of that stemmed from just being, you know, scared to let my teammates down or being scared to let other people down. Um, and just feeling like I had to perform a certain way for them. I think the biggest thing I've realized as I've stepped away from the game is just like, I'm. I'm so much more than the outcome or result of my play. And, you know, I, I talked about that in the perspective of work, but I think it was so hard for me to realize as an athlete because the success is so apparent, right? You either get it or you strike out, you know, you yeah. either, you know, throw someone out at second or you don't. Um, and, and what does that look like? You know, right. As a player, it's, it's interesting, but I think, if you are an athlete, you know, experiencing some form of performance anxiety, just try to work towards moving towards what's making you vulnerable. I think that um, piece of advice has really helped me understand just myself um, and how I act when I'm anxious, because usually, um, you know, embracing that vulnerability leads you to success. Yes. And you know, like you said, working on it, like practicing those moments that you feel the most anxiety and like getting used to it. Uh, yeah. So game time. It's so funny because I think a lot of times like what's wrong with me? Like, why am I so nervous in this situation? And it's literally because you care so much. Yeah. Um, and so realizing there's literally nothing wrong with you. You're just really really invested to the extreme um it's so, so it's it's funny you almost have to tell yourself you know calm down the game you can't make the game bigger than it is right you can't exactly between your ears like you can only win the game on the field exactly and you know it it can i can see it like becoming like bigger in your head because you know you spend all these hours practicing just for like that one moment at the plate but at the same time you practice those moments at the plate all those times so um just i feel like a big part of it is gaining that confidence and um w one thing that i um try to teach in my lessons is you know it 
if you make a physical mistake, that's fine. But if you make a mental mistake, that's, that's you, like you can fix that. Yeah. I always say, you know, indecision is the worst decision you can make. You know, if a a runner gets a big lead and you sit there, you know, I'm going to throw, but you know, you falter, that's, that's where we, you know, get hung up a lot of times. The, the best thing you can do is just make that decision and do it a hundred percent because it's a lot easier to adjust to action than it is to, you know, coach in action. Right. Exactly. And something I've experienced through all my years of softball is when, you know, we would, you know, break up into uh, defense, like infield, outfield, they do do it separately. But when it comes together, you know, runners and infield and outfield all together, we spend a lot of time talking about it because that way, when that situation comes in the game, like you don't have the anxiety of indecision. Um, so it's okay to practice like all these different like plays and like figure out like, okay, what am I going to do when this happens? Yeah, I'm a big, big proponent now of also just visualizing success. And I guess we think that in our mind is just like, you know, close my eyes and I think about myself getting a hit. Sure, that might be part of it, but I think it's so much more. And it's, it's talking, you know, it's talking about it. It's, it's doing, you know, your hitting journals and all that, all that good stuff. But um, I think also just talking with your teammates, because sometimes I think there's this idea that you're like, I, I don't know if I deserve to be here, but you do, you know, you deserve to be right where you are. Um, And you don't have to prove it like you're there, you, you have to continually show up and put in the effort. But I think there's, there's almost, you know, a separation of your identity when you start, you know, questioning yourself on the field. And you should never question yourself on the field, right? You deserve to be there. Right. Imposter syndrome can be so real. Like the, it should be the fact that you're on the team is like proof that you are good enough in my opinion. Definitely. Yeah. So moving on to um, another part of your story. So you experienced something very tough in 2020. What was your experience like with leaving your team and supporting your family? Yeah. So in 2020, I made the decision um, second semester of my senior year not to come back to Notre Dame, um, which is obviously the softball season. My mom was super sick. And so I ended up just taking that time and spending it with her. And this was something the coaches had suggested. I had never even kind of thought it was an option. And there was, you know, definitely a lot of apprehension just in the fact I felt like I was you know letting my teammates down um, and not being able to fulfill my role you know whether that was you know being the starting catcher or catching bullpens you know um, just having that question mark and leaving them um, it was obviously hard I will say I have never for a second regretted it I absolutely um, will say spending those times with my mom are obviously so 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 important to me but just the outpour of support I got from my teammates and my coaches one for them to you know bring that up and say this is an option for you if you want it and giving me that opportunity but then also just continuing to raise me up as I you know went through that experience and um, those girls are obviously still some of my best friends so I 
it could be just a plug for how wonderful the coaches are on the Notre Dame softball team, um, but just how how special it is to have teammates that are there for you. And I never, even after leaving the team that second semester, I never felt like I wasn't on the team, um, if that makes sense. And yeah. and sometimes they would play games and they would call me to play the game with them, you know, just yeah. not, like not softball games, right? But, um, you know, whether it's just bus games and, and that sort of thing, I always felt very, very much included. And obviously I'm just so, so grateful to, you know, have chosen a school that just at the end of the day, I was a person, not just, you know, someone on their roster. Yes, exactly. And if, if there's anything to take out of this, it's how much of a community you get with college sports and the priorities are more, there's like priorities higher than your sport, such as family. Yeah, and I'm like, you have to have the perspective that, you know, someday, someday your your time as an athlete is going to end. And so maybe it wasn't the time I saw for myself when I started the journey, but um, it it was going to end at some point. And so, and so being able to, you know, I still got to make that decision and say, no, this is what's best for me. I think that was super important. Yes, exactly. And that also, you know, that goes into... You can't just assume that you're going to play out like through all the way to the end then that because that that's super disappointing when you think you're going to, you know, play for a certain amount of time and then it has to end early. Like it's better to have the mindset of like you never know what's going to happen. You being grateful. You're so, so, so right. And I mean, that just right in 2020, I chose not to come back my second semester senior year. Obviously, everyone here is aware three months later. COVID happened and, you know, all my classmates were sent home also. So I missed three months versus the entire season. Um, But that just, just goes to show, we just never know what's going to happen. Right. And you just have to play every game like it's your last. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, it's the timing is just, um, it's a little bit unfortunate with it being in 2020, but at the same time, like your, your teammates also went through that unexpected ending in like right in the middle season too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So with that, what was the transition out of playing competitive sports like for you? And what did you do in your newfound free time? Um, Yeah. The transition is really weird because obviously I think, you've you've set your identity as you know a division one softball player and then you're just not anymore and so figuring out what that means and and honestly just figuring out who you are is is kind of the biggest aspect of transition at least for me and so making sure I like gave myself the time to find you know what worked for me and and find a balance because I think when you lose softball there's kind of a big a big hole right there. And so you have to replace it with something. Um, and so not being afraid to try new things, um, which is just super broad, but I think, you know, I tried about a hundred different workout classes and then found one I love, right. I, I wasn't afraid to just say, okay, this experience, isn't it, it isn't filling my cup all the way like softball did. Like what, what else can I try? You know? Right. 
And if you think about it, like when you're a kid, you know, you try out a bunch of stuff and then you choose your sport, right? So it's like you're almost like kind of doing that again in a way. Exactly. You're kind of just finding yourself. And um, I think there's so much free time that um, that you don't realize when you're an athlete and then you, you aren't an athlete anymore. And then you're like, what do I do with all of this free time? And so, you know, being being interested in different experiences, I think is a really, really good way to like learn something about yourself. Exactly. Staying busy, you know, volunteer at your local nonprofits or whatever there is to do. Just staying busy is huge. Uh, Pick up a a part-time job, like whatever it is. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So what was one of your favorite moments while competing? This is like such a hard question for me. Um, But I think I'm just going to say the answer, you know, as, um, as an athlete, right? They always say you were you don't remember the wins or the losses. You just remember all those people you played with, and it is so true. So my favorite moments when competing, whatever the actual moments were, I really just remember that I was on the field with my best friends, and like that was that was the best part about college um, and playing softball in college for sure. Yeah, exactly. Like um, I feel like. Some people might like pull out like a a score from a game that we played and they're like, yeah, you pitched. And I'm like, I really remember, like, I remember like the, the bus rides and like the, you know, like. <laughs> remember the bus ride after the game. You remember nothing from that. <laughs> yeah. And I, I remember like the, the dugouts, like cheering, you know, um, cheering on my teammates to hit and stuff or, and like. It's like all about those moments. Absolutely. And I think, you know, as as being an athlete, you know, eventually ends and, and you kind of look back on it all, like those are the people you're still with and, and those are the moments you still get to have, which is kind of exciting, right? Like, no, maybe you're not stepping on the field again, but but you can definitely go hang out with, you know, my my pitcher from whatever game, whatever it is. Right. Exactly. So what advice would you give to someone who's recently done playing a sport? Yeah, I honestly think my advice for someone who's recently done and my advice for someone who is, is the same thing. And I kind of touched on this earlier, but just running, running towards things that make you a little scared or vulnerable and and not being afraid to just put your whole heart into it and commit yourself to it. Um, and, And whatever that looks like, just really understanding you can you can do it all and put your heart into it and then you can just release yourself from the outcome at the same exact time so being able to say you know I worked really hard at this and this is the effort I'm putting forward but who I am is not defined by the result of this experience whatever it is Um, I think that was the biggest thing for me to learn and it it's just been great as I just continue to grow and and push myself towards things that do make me a little scared or vulnerable in certain situations. Right. Right. Exactly. There's something that I always kind of, I've pretty much always said this to myself since high school. Um, you know, I, if it makes me, if there's an opportunity that makes me a little bit scared, a little bit nervous, I want to do it because I know that's going to be personal growth involved with it. 
um I think that's such such a like you get any athlete and and they have that mentality like they want to attack something head-on they want they want to be great at something they want something to challenge them um I think I think it's just a great way to just continue to you know get better and I think you know as as an athlete there's always those really explicit goals set out for you and when you leave that environment still being able to set a goal for yourself and still being able to you know push yourself to reach it um it still gives you that same sense of satisfaction it's different but um you still get that that end result that we all just chase as an athlete i think yes exactly do you have anything else to add i don't think so emily thank you so much this was so fun Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for being on this podcast. I loved everything you had to say. So yeah, I'm looking forward to keeping you involved. Awesome. Yeah, thanks so much. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed listening, please be sure to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Spotify at Once an Athlete and Facebook at Once an Athlete Crew. If you missed the last podcast, our guest was softball player Lindsay Robleski. She talked about raising her kids in sports. In the next podcast, we will have cross-country and track runner Lexi Reed as our guest. In that episode, we will talk about her involvement with mental health as an athlete and how she found her passion for F45 and personal training. Become a supporter by making a donation at www.onceanathlete.com donate.